This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Black MP Living Water. Black MP Living Water is here for all your essential minerals and hydration needs. This water has no sweeteners, no preservatives, or dyes. Go get your Black MP Living Water today at your local convenience stores or grocery stores, or visit them online at blackmp.com and use promo code inside the pylon to get an additional 35% off today. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Premium Style Palmade. This palmade is great for any type of hairstyle. It provides great texture and shine. It's a water-based palmade meant to keep your hair in place throughout the day and into the night. For more information, visit them on Instagram at premium underscore style underscore palmade. Thank you for watching another edition of Inside the Pylon Podcast. I am Fidel Barraza, alongside with me, Chris Arzola. What's going on, man? Hey, how's it going? Happy Monday. Uh, happy Labor Day. Uh, obviously, we're here able to, you know, do this podcast today, you know, due to this Labor Day. So happy Labor Day to you. Yep. And Chris, happy week one. It's official now. We're about four days out from the season opener against uh, the Detroit Lions against the Kansas City Chiefs Thursday night. So I'm excited for that. And just it's week one, man. Football's back. Yeah, it's it's been a long off season. You know, we've been grinding through the off season with a lot of different you know things that have come up, but we are officially here now. Uh, we got through the preseason, and now it's week one. Like you said, and it's the start of football, man. So it's going to be a great year. Can't can't wait. Yeah. So all right, Chris, let's talk about this season, right? I mean, we had a lot of you know moves that happened during the off season. Aaron Rodgers going to New York. Um, mm-hmm. Odell Beckham Jr. signing with Baltimore Ravens. There's just a lot of things going on, right? What would you say is your biggest storyline for week one? I think my biggest storyline so far with week one is the absence of Cooper Cup for the Los Angeles Rams. Um, you know, they were everybody was talking about, you know, can he come back? Can he be the same Cooper Cup that he was obviously a couple of years ago? Unfortunately, last year he was, you know, um, hamstrung with, um, you know, many different injuries throughout the year. And, um, you know, no point intended. Obviously, now he does have a hamstring injury. Uh, he did have a setback a couple uh, days. Actually, had a setback a couple days ago. Um, and all the reports are that he actually is right now uh, seeing a doctor, a specialist, a body specialist for him to kind of figure out what's going on with his injury. Where is it going to be? Is he going to continue to struggle with this injury throughout the entire year? Um, I think that's a big blow to the Rams, obviously, to Matthew Stafford as well. I think that puts a lot of pressure on Van Jefferson to see if he can step up and actually be the wide receiver that they were expected, you know, to be. And, you know, that does come into question as far as should, should they have signed Odell Beckham Jr. back, um, you know, different things like that. And so um, I just think that that's, um, it's a big hindrance to, like I said, Matthew Stanford in his year. Um, and obviously too, you know, for the fantasy players out there that drafted Cooper cup, that does suck obviously being, that he is going to be out. So I think for me, that is going to be the week one 
um, you know, kind of storyline as far as like, you know, headlines for me. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, he's the best offensive player they have on that offense and the Rams, they really don't have much, right? I mean, you got Cam Akers, but we had the whole drama last season where he was going to get traded. He wasn't playing and then came back and he started playing again. Um, And then you got Van Jefferson. And after that, it's like, who else you got? Is Tyler Higby still on the team? I honestly, I, I, I think he is, but I don't, I mean, he, he can only do so much. He's just really kind of a safety blanket for Matthew Stafford. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I think that's, like I said, that's a big question mark for me. Um, you know, was Cooper cup being healthy to give Matthew Stafford, obviously that, you know, that reassurance that, you know, that he has his number one wide receiver there. And unfortunately with the set, the setback and, you know, especially with soft tissue injuries, like hamstrings, right. You just kind of, you never really know specifically when you're 100%. You have times where you think you're 100% you go and boom, next, you know, you tweak it again. And I think that's kind of what happened to him a couple of days ago was, you know, maybe they were trying to get him back to see if he was going to be ready for week one. And then he obviously had this tweak. And now he's seen a body specialist to figure out specifically, again, is this, you know, injury going to continue to hamper him all year? You know, why is he having these injuries? You know, different things like that. So um, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be, like I said, that's, that's definitely my biggest week one takeaway so far is that uh, that's a big loss for the Rams, you know, before even the season even starts. Yeah, I mean, look, and then well, let's just keep talking about the Rams. I mean, expectation wise, look, I mean, I'm not really expecting much from this team. Uh, to me, they're the third, you know, best team in this division. Yeah, and that's you know one of the things that many people have been talking about in the NFL is, you know, you uh, you know they win a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, they went all in, right, and yep. now they are you know kind of in a sense you know rebuilding from that Super Bowl, you know, so. Um, you know, so is that, you know, the right way that you, you know, you kind of go about it in the foul, you know, you put your eggs all in one basket, it works out fantastic. Uh, and then, you know, obviously you struggle for a couple of years after that to kind of get back on your feet as far as a sense like that. So, you know, um, they have their big three there, obviously with Aaron, uh, Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford and, you know, Cooper Cup, uh, obviously he's still injured, but they still have their big three there. You know, there's been question marks surrounding Aaron Donald for a couple of years now, as far as if he was going to retire. So I don't expect a lot either from this team. Um, you know, I, I just think that that's a big loss. Like I said, before season even starts, it is a long season. So I do understand why, you know, they're being cautious with him and, you know, trying to figure out specifically, is this going to continue to happen all year long? Um, obviously he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to sit out another year. He, he was out pretty much the majority of the year last year already. So, I don't expect a lot from the Rams, you know, um, but again, they do have a Super Bowl just a couple years ago. So uh, maybe that's the trick, putting your eggs all in one basket and just having to suffer for the next couple of years after that. My biggest uh, storyline for week one is, will Aaron Rodgers live, live up to the hype in New York? They got a big game Monday Night Football against the mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills. Uh, one could say that's the best team in the division. Um, this is a New York Jets football team that's ready to win now. Essentially, the only missing ingredient last season was a quarterback. We saw what Zach Wilson, you know, did and was, and he's now the backup. And now you got Aaron Rodgers, so we'll see. I, mean, I think that's a big headline for sure. I mean, you know, uh, everybody's on this team, like you said, and it is Aaron Rodgers, right? You know, this is a first ballot Hall of Famer. So uh, the fact that they brought him in, and, man, I'm not going to lie to you, the Jets are stacked in every position, you know, looking up and down the roster, um, you know, great, you know, running backs, wide receivers, I guess the only question mark so far has been the offensive line. And I think they will get that, you know, I, th- I think they will get that squared away throughout the, in- throughout the season. 
um, whether it's moving people around or obviously with the offensive scheme um, to get the ball maybe out a little bit quicker. But uh, I like this team a lot. Yeah, and we're going to find out um, how they're going to be uh, able to handle that pressure uh, week one because they're going against uh, Bill's defense that's really good. But, of course, yeah. Von Miller's not there, uh, but they still have some other players that can make a huge impact. So we'll definitely see right away if that offensive line is going to be an issue the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And um, this is New York, right? And there is a lot of pressure always in New York. I mean, they have a big you know, media presence over there. Uh, obviously, they will be at home in MetLife, uh, MetLife Stadium, so they will have that going for them. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Can he handle the pressure? I think he. I think he absolutely can. I mean, again, this is a first ballot Hall of Famer. He went there for a reason. Um, I think he can handle the pressure for sure. Chris, just looking at the schedule, I mean, there's a lot of interesting matchups. Uh, week one, uh, what would you say is your matchup that you're most looking forward to? The Packers and. Um, bears, right? Very, very different, right? A lot of people are probably expecting something different to come out of me, but um, I think there's a couple of things there. We have two quarterbacks that have a lot of question marks. Um, you know, obviously, you know, love taking over for Rodgers. What is that going to look like? You know, what is that going to look like? Everybody's been trying to figure that out for some years now. Um, again, I said this a couple, you know, couple months back he's like the Loch Ness monster monster right there's like hardly any video on this guy you know mm -hmm. you don't really know what he's gonna be so I think you know to be able to see him in in action finally week one this is his team um I'm excited to see what he could be and then also on the other side of things you know you have Justin Fields now I mean you saw the you know they started kind of making some moves last year bringing in some people Chase Claypool uh, some people like that to kind of start building the roster around Justin Fields and I think now this is the year and this is the time to see if he is capable of being that quarterback that they're expecting him to be. I personally I'm an Ohio State fan, you know, Ohio State fan. I've seen him, you know, throughout his entire career at Ohio State. I think he's very capable of being able to be the quarterback that they're looking for. Um it's just, uh, you know, again, I think for them, it's it's the offensive line. Can they keep him healthy? Um, can he stay in that pocket and deliver as well, you know, and not get to uh, get his feet too happy and kind of get outside the, the, the box and kind of make pressure situations that are maybe not even there for him. So sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I think nah, for me that for me, I think that's that's one of the biggest week one matchups that I'm excited to see because there's a lot of question marks with these quarterbacks. And so I want to see basically where they're at. You know, Chris, that's very interesting you brought that game up because I was actually thinking about that game this morning. I was like, mm. can Jordan Love go into Chicago and get his first win as a uh, Green Bay Packers starting quarterback? I think he might be able to. Uh, but when we talk about the Chicago Bears, uh, I mean, offensively, they got some weapons now, right? They got DJ yeah. Moore. Yep. You got Justin Fields under the same uh, system now for two years. Correct. You got, you got Khalil Herbert at running back. You got Chase Claypool. Every receiver. Yeah. Um, some people forget that you know that he's still there. Correct. Don't forget you know. about that guy because he's that's a big target. That's a big boy. And I mean, you saw what he did when um, you know his first year with the Pittsburgh Steelers. When I think that was Ben's last year. So yeah. um, you know he has he has what it takes to for sure be a um, a high end number two wide receiver. Um, again, I think it's just what can Justin Fields step up and be the quarterback that everyone's expecting him to be. I absolutely think he can. I absolutely think he can. I'm expecting a big year from Cole Komet, the tight end there in Chicago as well. 
Yeah, I mean, the the tight ends are always those safety blankets, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Dalton Schultz for many years, you know, in, at Dallas Cowboys and Dak Prescott. Now, obviously, he's going to be C.J. Strout's uh, safety blanket in Houston. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's a um, – I'm expecting Cole Komet to have a good year or two as well, absolutely. So, fantasy owners, keep a lookout for him for sure. Um, you know, I, if you guys haven't already did your draft, I think Cole Komet could be one of those sleepers for sure. Yeah. Um, and then, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what Green Bay does. But that is uh, one of the most uh, more interesting matchups in week one. Yeah, I'm going to go sure. with the Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the San Francisco 49ers. So we got Brock Purdy coming back from surgery. Uh, mm-hmm. You have a team in Pittsburgh that, you know, that's got a lot of weapons. You got, you know, Absolutely. George Pickens. Uh, I think he's one of the top receivers in the league. Uh, he's yeah. got the potential to have a monster season this yep. year. I think Pickett to Pickens is going to be one of those connections that you're going to hear a lot of this uh, season. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that one. What intrigues you about the matchup between these two? Obviously, is it, you know, there's you a lot of different things, Chris. I mean, one of them being, uh, you know, how is Brock Purdy going to play? I mean, we yeah. saw him play a little bit in the preseason, right? But he's coming off of surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, with Pittsburgh, it's one of those teams that's a sleeper, in my opinion. They have a lot of talent on that, you know, on the offense and the defense. Uh, you got TJ Watt coming back from injury. Yep. Uh, so I you just think it's just going to be a really good matchup. And it's in Pittsburgh week one. It's going to be loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, you yeah. got a West Coast team traveling to the East Coast. And, and yeah, man, just, um, just looking forward to that matchup. I think it's going to be a good game. Great points for sure. No, I think you have a lot of great points there. Do you think this could be a matchup that can end up in an upset, do you think? Or, you know, or is this something that you're kind of just just intriguing just because of all those different things that you kind of mentioned? I think it's just hard for a West Coast team to go to the East Coast and win in general. I mean, yeah. think about the time difference and it's just going to be loud. We'll see how uh, Brock Purdy plays. Yeah, I mean, Mike Tomlin, too. Obviously, he's that guy. You know what I mean? He's that coach. And they're hype, Chris. I mean, you think about last year, they had some struggles. But towards the end of the year, they started winning some football games. He did. They did. And Kenny Pickett did. You know, he did step up, you know, and obviously, you know, show what he is capable of. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think I I don't think he's going to be a you know top 10 quarterback by any means. But I think he has the opportunity to be a top 15 quarterback. And for sure, I think he that connection with Pickens is going to be a great one throughout the entire year. So, yeah, I mean, I think uh, as long as they can establish the run, Najee Harrison, I believe, what's his name, Jalen Warren, right? Um, with them too in the backfield as well, if they can establish that run on that, um, on that nasty, uh, you know, 49ers defensive line and that that defense in general, I think they have a chance of uh, uh, pulling out the upset in Week One. Yeah, and the other reason why this intrigues me is because Nick Bosa still has not signed his contract. He's still holding yeah. out. So is he going to play? I mean, today's Monday, right? So I mean, I guess he could, you know sign tomorrow or Wednesday and be able to play on Sunday. But that's the other thing. Is he going to be playing for the Niners week one or is he going to hold out? Yeah, that's a tough call. I mean, he can absolutely sign a contract within the next couple of hours for sure or whatever in the next couple of days. Yeah. Um, but obviously that guy is, is that's the heart of the defense right there for sure is Nick Bosa and obviously Fred Warren as well. But um, he he's, yeah, I mean that, 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 that dude is him, you know what I mean? So, yeah. uh, so Nick Bosa for sure, that's a, kind of a big loss to start off the year for sure i would say for the niners they do have a ton of other people you know as far as you know on the defensive line and on the defense in general but again that that's the you know that's the engine right there for sure on the defensive end or defensive side of things for the 49ers so um will he be holding out i don't know you know i mean he wants his money just like chris jones obviously with you know kansas city so um yeah interesting to see 
but I don't know. I don't know if one player makes the the biggest difference, but I know he makes no, a huge he difference. Ma- he makes a huge yeah. difference, Chris. I know he defense. makes a huge difference, is putting that pressure on Pickens or excuse me, on George uh, on on uh, Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Pickett. Yeah. yeah, right. You got Pickens, Pickett. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, with, with Kenny Pickett. So yeah, I mean, you know, making Kenny Pickett feel uncomfortable in the pocket is something obviously that it's gonna. Um, you know, it could lead to obviously some interceptions and some, you know, turnovers. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I mean, like I said, if, if the Pittsburgh Steelers can, Pittsburgh Steelers can, um, can establish that run, I think they have a shot here in, in week one. Yep. All right, Chris. So before week one kicks off, let's, uh, let's predict the, the awards this season. Cool. Uh, let's start off with the offensive rookie of the year. What do you got? Offensive rookie of the year. I mean, it's for me. It's it's Bijan Robinson. I mean, I think that that man, as long as he gets the carries that that they're expecting and the workload that they're expecting to give him, I do not see why he doesn't come out and immediately, immediately put up eleven hundred, twelve hundred rushing yards this year immediately. Yep, I got the same Bijan Robinson. I think it's poised for a big season for the Atlanta Falcons, yep. and uh, he's going to be one of the reasons why this team is going to be in the nick of things at the end of the year. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people like like the Falcons, and to be honest with you, I like the Falcons too. I mean, I, I like everything that they kind of did. And Bijan Robinson, he is like I said, he's that workhorse. As long as they give him the the looks and the carries, I expect him to have a fantastic year. Defensive Rookie of the Year. Yeah, <laughs> it's no question for me, Jalen Carter. Man, that that guy. After I saw what he was doing, you know, in the preseason. Uh, it immediately made me feel like, oh man, like this guy's gonna have one a, a fantastic rookie year, and as long as he can stay healthy and stay out of trouble, he's gonna have a great career. He's in the right setting with the Eagles, you know, surrounded by a lot of his old teammates, surrounded by a lot of presence that are, you know, been in the NFL for many years. Um, and that guy's just a natural, you know, natural talent in general. And again, like I said, as long as he can work hard, stay healthy, stay out of trouble. He's for sure my defensive rookie of the year this year, for sure. Well, Chris, I'm going to sound like a broken record because I have Jalen Carter as well. I think he's going to make a huge impact on this defense. And when you think about it, he is in the right situation. you got a team that just went to the Super Bowl, right? So they have a really good team. they got a good coach. He's just in a good place. Um, I like Jalen Carter on this defensive line for the Eagles. It's all right. You're not sounding like a broken record, man. It's the truth. You know what I mean? Like I said, you're – you're stating all the facts right there, and when it comes to facts, you can't. You, it's not a broken record; it's the truth. And like I said, he's in a great situation. Again, he has the talent. You know, before we even hopped on, we we're talking about obviously, you know, the Raiders being us being Raider fans, and we wish we, we you know, they would have took him. But you know, we also understood why you know they couldn't. But man, yeah, he's going to have a fantastic, fantastic year. Defensive Player of the Year. Defensive player of the year. I mean, I you kind of mentioned his name uh, a couple minutes ago. For me, it's going to be T.J. Watt. You know, obviously last year, unfortunately, he was out due to um, some injuries. And, you know, that guy has um, the motor just to keep going and going and going and going. Um, he is the catalyst on that uh, defense for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Again, now week one going against Brock Purdy. Um and the 49ers, I think he's going to establish himself right off the back and establish why he's going to be defensive player of the year in 2023. I'm going to go with the Condor, Max Crosby. And I'm not being a homer. I'll tell you why he's going to win defensive player of the year. He's poised to have a huge season. He is a leader of the Raiders in silver and black. Yep. They drafted Tyree Wilson. Um, 
in the first round of the draft this season. You got Chandler Jones. He's coming off an injury. He looks slimmer. I think he's poised to have a big year. So with everything that's going on with that football team, I think Max is poised to have a huge season. I just think he needs he needs help, and we got some help. We do. So as long as he has that help, that kind of frees him up to be on those one-on-one situations and not be double-teamed. And if you're going to put Max Crosby on a one-on-one situation, more than likely he's going to beat that person more times than not. So, yeah, that's a great pick for sure. Chris, and he just keeps getting better and better and better every year. So yeah, your defensive player of the year, Max Crosby, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Offensive player of the year. Um, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, offensive player of the year 2023. Um, the connection that him and Kirk Cousins have, um, it's it's undeniable. I know a lot of people, you know, they don't like Kirk Cousins because he's this, he's that. Who gives a damn, in my opinion? He's a quarterback. He throws the ball well. He gets the ball to Justin Jefferson majority of the time. And because of that, Justin Jefferson is going to reap the benefits of that. And he's going to be the offensive player of the year this year. And, um, you know, again, talking about someone that continues to get better and better and better. This guy continues to get better and better and better every single year. Um, and I think that's, you know, no exception this year. I think he's just going to uh, have a spectacular year this year. And he's going to, des- you know, get that well-deserved offensive player of the year for 2023. Since you brought up Kirk Cousins, what do you think of his new mustache? He's got like the biker handlebars deal going on. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, that's some flair. He's, you know, he's the type of guy that he's he's very calm person, doesn't do a whole lot. But then you, you see him and he has this type of little flair to his style, yeah. whether it's some chains or, you know what I mean, or, you know, a mustache. So, yeah, you know, it's fun. It's fun, man. It's it's fun. It's Kirk being Kirk, you know, in my opinion. And like I said, every once in a while he adds a little bit of flair, you know, to his style that he – you know, a lot of people give him stuff because he doesn't have much of a style. Yeah. But you know what? Like, it's fun, man. Like, hey, for me, I like to change my hairstyles up too every once in a while and give a different flair and look too. So, hell, why not do something a little bit different? So, yeah, not too yeah. Bad. Why the hell not? Yep. Yeah. All right, my offensive player of the year is going to be George Pickens. Mm. Just talked about a little bit earlier. I think yeah. his boys have a really good year. You got again Kenny Pickett. I think he's going to you know take that next step into being a good quarterback. I like George Pickens. I have a huge season. This year for the Pittsburgh yeah. Steelers. Nice. That's a good pick. Like I said, good pick, man. Uh, big time sleeper for sure. I think a lot of people are not seeing him in that in that case. But this guy, he's for sure. He's he's a top. He's a top wide receiver even last year already. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, and these guys continue to get better and better year after year. And I again, I think he's not. You know, he's no exception. I think he's going to get better and better for sure. And that's a good pick, man. Good pick. Comeback player of the year. Yeah, for me, you know, I, I went back and forth with a couple of different players. But for me, you know, I've always liked this guy. I know a lot of people maybe are down on him a little bit, you know, kind of forget what he used to be. But uh, to me, it's Odell Beckham Jr., right? Again, talking about situation, talking about where he's at, different things like that. The fact that he's in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson, they just drafted Zay Flowers. Um, I think this gives um, – and they obviously have a couple of other weapons. I think this, this allows OBJ to just kind of be – um, Odell Beckham Jr. in the sense of where he's not going to be double teamed, you know, uh, he's he's being double teamed, and obviously there's other people that are going to be open. I think he's in a great situation. He's loving he's loving the connection there with Lamar Jackson. You know, when they see you see him on the sidelines during preseason, you know, you see him with Lamar Jackson getting along, different things like that. And when you have an OBJ that's happy, you have an OBJ that's in the right setting. Um, I think that just uh, tells you what he um, 
it obviously just opens things up and, you know, shows you what he's going to be capable of. You saw how happy he was in L.A., um, you know, with Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, and again, uh, not being double teamed. I mean, he was definitely the, probably the Super Bowl MVP in that first half before he um, obviously tore his ACL. But for me, I think it's OBJ. Um, I think he's ready to come in and, and show what he's capable of and show that he's still the OBJ of old. My comeback player of the year is a player that's been forgotten because of injuries and he hasn't really played the last couple of seasons. I'm going to go with Michael Thomas of the New Orleans Saints. I think he's supposed to have a big year now with new uh, quarterback Derek Carr. You got mm-hmm. Chris Olave there. You got Alvin Kamara. You got Jamal Williams. There's a lot of offensive, you know, good players on this football team. Yep. And, and Michael Thomas, it sounds like he's healthy finally. Um, so he's poised to have a big year. So in my opinion, comeback player of the year. But I will say this. Damar Hamlin is probably going to win this award. Because obviously what happened last season and he made the you know the roster for the three man roster this season, how can he not win the award? Right. So yeah, but. absolutely. I agree. I mean, that's a that's a tremendous story, you know, obviously of everything that he's overcome in the past, you know, several months. And um yeah, I mean, you know, if if he gets that award, I'm not gonna be mad about it. I'm not mad either. Yeah, you know, so um, but you know, you know, it's it's good to obviously you know, talk about other people that are, you know, in the running as well for, you know, the, the comeback player of the year. I mean, when you think about it, before Michael Thomas got hurt, he was one of the most dominant receivers in the league. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he multiple years I've taken that guy, yeah. in, you know, in my fantasy draft this year, I stayed away only because last year I picked him up again last year, thinking that he was going to come back and kill yep. it. You know, obviously there was a bunch of different things going on, you know, within yep. the organization and him in general with, injuries and so but no um less you know there's been no talk coming out of the saints organization this offseason you know compared to last offseason where again michael thomas was unhappy with different things like that they brought in a you know a leader in Derek carr um very capable quarterback as well and like i said i think he's yeah i mean I, i think that's a fantastic pick for michael thomas you know a lot of people i think again like obj i think they kind of forgot a little bit about what michael yep. thomas was was about and that dude was an absolute star just a couple of years ago for sure and he can absolutely be a star once again so good pick all right chris let's do super bowl predictions what do you got super bowl predictions you know once again i i think i think it's going to be a rematch i think it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles in the Super Bowl. And this time I see it kind of going differently. And I see the Philadelphia Eagles coming in and winning the game. I think it's going to be 33-30. And the reason why I think it's because of what they did on the defensive side. They understood that they have the talent on the offensive end, right? They have an extremely deep um running back field, um, you know, extremely deep wide receiver field. And I think that they felt like they needed to maybe bolster up the uh, defensive line a little bit to give them some depth because there was one person that they were specifically looking at, and that is Patrick Mahomes, right? If they can make him feel uncomfortable, like how the Buccaneers did in the Super Bowl before last and made him kind of not stay on that line, but get him outside the pocket and kind of make him feel uncomfortable. You know, sometimes it can lead to some throws that could be, you know, because we already know that, you know, um, that Patrick makes these, these really crazy, you know, offset throws. And sometimes they either lead to fantastic 
you know, um, passes or sometimes they lead to some kind of mistakes, you know. So um, I think that there was one person that they had in mind when they came into the draft this this past year, and this was to make sure that they put pressure on Patrick Mahomes. So I see it going 33-30. Philadelphia Eagles will be your 2023-2024 uh, NFL champions for this coming year. All right. I'm going to go New York football Jets against the Philadelphia Eagles. Look, the Jets essentially went all in this offseason, inquiring Aaron Rodgers. They got Dalvin Cook now to go along with Brees Hall in the backfield. You got a lot of offensive talent on this football team. Mm -hmm. uh, Garrett Wilson is poised to have a huge season. I think him and uh, Aaron are going to have, you know, good st statistical season. Yeah. And I just like what the Jets did. So I'm going to go with the Jets against the Philadelphia Eagles. And I'm going to have the Jets winning this football game. Uh, we'll go 27-16. 27-16. Okay. Yeah. That's a fantastic. Yeah. I mean, you're all in with the Jets this year. For sure. I am all in with the Jets. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't blame you. Like I said, I mean, I love everything that they did. They have a lot of depth as well. Like I said, um, I just think that the AFC is a um, very stacked division. I got to sneeze real quick. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I think that um, AFC is extremely stacked. And, you know, again, they got to get past the one person that I, I, you know, I talked about for many, many years now. And I think that's, that's the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. If they can get past him, then, you know, I think they have an absolute chance. But, again, if they can get past him, that's what they got to show first is that they can get past uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, Chris. So that's going to do it for this edition of Inside the Pylon Podcast. Uh, keep an eye out. We will have a separate podcast with our week one picks and predictions. So with that being said. Real fast. Go ahead. Your MVP prediction. Ah, forgot about that one. No worries. MVP prediction. One more. One more. We got one more. I, I was thinking about it real fast. Your MVP prediction. Go ahead, real quick. I'm going Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. He's all in with with the New York. All Jets. in because he's going to make the biggest difference around the league on a team, and he's going to be the most valuable player. Good and pick, that's good. the reason why they're going to go all the way. Okay. Good pick. Good pick. Mine, real quick. Justin Herbert. Um, you know, there's really not a lot to say. The guy has, you know, again, uh, year over year has gotten better, uh, added more weapons to the dynamic. You know, they brought back Eckler, um, Justin Herbert, MVP, 23-24 NFL season. All right. Well, now that's going to go and do it for us here on Inside the Pylon. Keep an eye out again for the podcast with our picks for week one. Uh, that's going to be out tomorrow. Till then, uh, enjoy the holiday. Enjoy week one. And we'll talk to you guys Thursday night after the Chiefs and Lions wrap up. Yes, sir. Enjoy the rest of your day. Peace. Have a good one.